0: The Other Three Amigos podcast with Damien Shreenan, Wayne Mullins and Declan McCormack. Three lads, one podcast.
1: Welcome along to The Other Three Amigos podcast. It is a Colin Healy special to have talks with Colin Healy. We are joined by the man himself, Mr. Colin Healy, everybody. I'm the only person clapping, but I, I am. That's it. That, that, that was the crowd I was looking for. Um... Colin, thanks very much for joining us. Uh, I know it's been a, been, a, been a good season. Well, it's been a, it's been a long season uh, and I'm sure you want to get all these things over and done with so you can relax for the, for this, for the winter.
2: I wouldn't say that, but yeah. <laughs> no, listen, listen, thanks for having me on. Thanks for having me on. Just a quick one.
1: Um, so you, you know Declan McCormick. He was in the press conferences at one stage uh, with you. Um, and towards the end of like, a press conference, it was one of the first or second one. You said this to him. Mind yourself. Mind yourself. Was that a debt threat, or were you just telling Declan to mind himself?
2: Oh, no, I was just telling him to mind himself. You know, he seems to be a nice fella, so just, just to mind himself, no. I, <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not I had it. to do that. I had to, I had to ask.
1: Because to we, we told him we could see you outside his window, like, looking to get out. I had an
2: opportunity at the women's game the other day, but I just um, I don't think he's seen me. <laughs> yeah, I saw you off behind me, all right. I was like...
1: Um it's in the association in actually the women's game Colin it was it was at the weekend uh, what did you think of it good support it was it was nice for them to finish the season like that
2: No listen it it was it, it was fantastic and i said listen it's um you know well done to yourselves as well to promoting it um but as it, it just shows you there you know it you come everybody comes together especially in cork and you can see what you can do you know you get the crowd in the, I, I would imagine the girls probably enjoyed playing in front of that crowd um it was great to get the, the win for them you know so it was
1: great it was it, it was a good day it was a good day um, all around for everybody I think yeah it was good um, it, was, it, was, it was good it was actually a really really good day and it was nice for them to play at Turners Cross uh, I had been at a few matches in Bishopstone and I just thought the level of football was actually better in Turners Cross obviously the wind in Bishopstone doesn't help when you send the ball along and it gets blown off but uh, it definitely um, it was good. It was a good day out it was a good day out right okay uh, here's what we're going to do Um, what we're going to do is we're going to give you some quick fire before we get into the heaviness uh, of it. We're going to give you some quick fire questions. Um, Wayne has been compiling these all day, um, <laughs> literally all day. It's just going to be like, they're quick fire questions 10 just questions. so we can get to know. We can just get to know okay. Colin. Um, okay.
3: Ready? Take it away, Wayne. First one's easy. FA Cup 20- 2007 or 2016? Which is better? 2016. Who's the better manager? Mick McCarthy or Roy Keane?
2: Pass.
3: <laughs> uh, who did you support growing up?
2: Um, Tottenham Hotspur. Ooh. What? Yeah.
3: yeah. Keane's favourite club as well, but you never know. Um, who was your favourite player growing up?
2: Uh, Paul Gascoigne.
3: Best moment of your career?
2: Um, playing for Ireland.
3: Who was the best player you played with
2: or against? Best player I played with? Um, Damien Duff. Or against? Damien Dove.
3: What did you buy with your first professional paycheck?
2: It wasn't much. It wasn't much. Um, what I can't remember. I can't. It wasn't much anyway. It, it's I can't even remember to be honest.
3: We we'll say a car. I wouldn't it would, it would <laughs> <laughs> A car. Um, a little matchbox. Yeah. say.
2: No, it wasn't too much.
3: Who was the best manager you played under?
2: The best manager I played under. Um, let me think. Although I didn't play a lot for him, I would have said O'Neill. Okay, interesting.
3: Is managing or coaching abroad a plan of yours?
2: Um, I wouldn't future? say I wouldn't say no to it. I wouldn't say no to it. Do you know it's? Um, would you be
3: thinking like England, UK, or continental Europe? No,
2: I, I listen. I I don't know. Listen, there's plenty of opportunities. You know, you know, over in America and England and all that kind of stuff. I still have contacts in England. You know, with players that I've played with and then gone into management. But yeah. you know, listen, at the moment I'm here at Cork and I'm enjoying myself.
3: Good answer. Uh two more left. Um who did your room with on international duty?
2: International duty. It, it it changes. It changes. Um I was with I don't know, I was with Clinton Morrison, I was with um what's was it? Mark so it changes it changes it all the time that yeah. you changes.
3: If you could go back to the second of yeah. May, nineteen ninety nine yeah. and you're starting on a sideline against Rangers, yeah. if you could go back in time, would you do it all over again?
2: Yeah, listen. I, just, I my career it was tough. You know, I I, I had a lot of injuries. I, there was a lot of ups and there was a lot of downs as well. But it was um, it wasn't it wasn't a great a great career that I did have. It was just I got a lot of learning from it. You know, over over the over the over the time that I had in England and, and back here in Ireland as well. So it was a it was a difficult career. Put it that way.
1: Yeah, that's it. He's he's done though. He that was it. he That's all I have. He'll log off. That's Actually. all he wanted to do. That's all I he wanted. He's done now. He's um he's got he's got a bucket next to him. He's gonna get sick right now, I can Actually, tell you. I, <laughs> I think I am. <laughs> uh, right, so you say for Cork City. Um you were one of the FIFA two Gareth Farley and yep. yourself, uh, obviously. when you came when you say you signed for us first? I mean, what were your thoughts on the whole thing at the time? Uh, yourself, you know, you signed in February and you weren't allowed to play until January. I mean, yeah, like, no, it was, it was, it, it was,
2: it was, it was crazy stuff. As I said, myself and Gaz, you know, we, we couldn't play for about five or six months, and um, uh, I think it was the rules that you know we played with two other, two other clubs, two other clubs um, and you know, Cork City couldn't be the third one, and um, so yeah, it was you know a lot of training and lads playing the weekends and we couldn't do anything about it, and it, it was it was. It was a bit of a shambles, to be
1: honest. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I know. I think Maserano at the time. Um, I think Liverpool. Said, he had played for three clubs, but because it was uh, the South America, ah, I was yeah, an absolute he shambles. Thought, yeah. he was a better player. More important, than he
2: got away not. No
1: way. No, not a chance. Not a chance. Um, you score, So you score. You made 172 league appearances. You scored seven goals. Now the bicycle kick against Saint Pat's counts as 20 goals. Um, yeah. Did, like, do you ever get sick of seeing it or hearing about it?
2: No, I, 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 it's it's one of those ones. Is that you know you don't go out and practice it. Do you know it, it, when it just it just it was a corner. I said Billy put it in and just came up and you just one of those things that listen, you give it a go and it's far you know it's just I caught it I caught it right I caught it right in this and it, it went in the top corner. But I don't think if I trade it again, I don't think it would happen. Let's be honest. <laughs> Well,
1: as a, as a corner boy, I, I was delighted that you ran into the corner, not the shed. That was the that was the that was the greatest moment of that yeah. actually. Um, the um, you, you, obviously you you played you you took over the academy upon retiring, uh, and then you were made boss after Neil Fenn departed. Uh, what was it like stepping up um, from the academy to to the senior team?
2: Um, it was different. Um, I suppose with the academy, we're you know we're developing players, um, you know, young players, you know, to get them ready for the for first team. But going into the first team, you're know what it's about, it's about results. Um going into to that dressing room probably was difficult because it wasn't probably like any dressing room that we that I played in before because there was there was a few lads from England. We had a few lads that I seen that probably weren't too happy there. And it was it was going to be difficult and it proved that it was very difficult. Um, but it's always something that I wanted to do to go in as a first team manager. I knew a lot of the lads there at the time, a few younger lads have come in. Um so and obviously the players that I played with. But um yeah, it was yeah, it's you know the most important thing is that you have a good dressing room and I didn't feel that the dressing was right um when it when it when I stepped in there.
1: Actually you spoke with Daryl O'Connor, who probably echoed the same kind of things actually about um the dressing room was a bit uh, was a bit off. And um, it started in, there was no crowds. Uh, obviously, COVID had hit. Like, how did having no crowds at the start of the season affect the players? You know, mentally on the pitch and stuff.
2: No, oh, it, it it is hard, you know. But you know, I I keep saying to the players is that I know if there's no crowds, or you you still got to go and perform to a high level, and you know like you do it for yourself, you do it for the team. Um, but the players, you know, we we, we know ourselves. We had a, we had a very bad start to the season. Um, and I think probably when the crowds came back in, the performances lifted. Um, the crowd probably got behind the players and the, the young lads. They bought into that, and their confidence grew. And we had we had a good end into the season. You know, the players showed what they can do. But it's um, yeah. It I know myself it it, it needs to be better. And hopefully next year that will be the case.
1: Yeah, are you happy with the, how the season went? I suppose overall, like
2: um, no, I wouldn't say I'm happy. I'm listen. I I can see pr- progression with 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 the players. I can see that, but. It's it's first team football and it's about winning. And I know I, I know coming into the role it was it was always going to be difficult. I knew what I was coming into was difficult. Um did I think we were going to start that bad? No, I didn't. Um it was difficult at the time. We were down the bottom. Um and there's there's a lot of pressure on and a lot of people are having to go off us and probably that's their opinion and, and right and you know rightly so we weren't performing, but we had we still have a lot of younger lads and that's probably probably their first time receiving receiving all that and they have yeah. to learn that is like, it's grand for me because I've been around I've had that as a player coming up and I've I've got used to that. You know, as a manager, I'll take it as well. You know, sometimes it's been difficult, but I that's that's the job I'm in. But the young the young lads it was it was new to them. So there was a bit of managing that side on on, on those and for, for with them as well. So um the big thing but I can take it is that you can see the improvements in the players from the start of the season to the end of the season, and I think probably going forward, and even the last game of the season, we had over two and a half thousand for the Galway game, and mm. I know there's there's no, there's, all, there's always something to play for, especially when you play with Cork. Is that we want high standards, we want the best for everybody, but like there was nothing to play for in that game, and we still had the crowds in and listened to support of the players, and which is which 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 was uh, fantastic.
1: Yeah, because we had Graham Cummins on actually, and he had said to us, you know, you can't compare, you know, you need to compare oh. it, like go back two thousand and ten. Was a building season, and in 2011 was obviously yeah. more successful. So he said, he actually said, you need to do the same. Now you need to leave the players build themselves. Uh, and do you know what? Now we all kind of went, yeah, maybe he's right actually. And we, we we're like, oh, God, well, ah, he's
2: terrible. Oh. And then after after that chat, everything changed for us. Listen, I understand that people want people want um, they, were, they want results straight away and. Listen, that's that's. It. But it it's it was going to take time, and you know. And I can't keep on mind. I didn't didn't think that we were going to start that badly, but we did. And I think that the players turned it around. And I speak when I was speaking to you, Declan. Was it was it at the Wexford game? Remember the Wexford game? Was yeah. It, it was. Yeah. Obviously, it's you we know, we wanted to win. He's very quiet, in Oklahoma, no. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> it, it, it's obviously he it was he was um. You know, disappointed, and obviously he was—he had his opinion to say, and and that's fine. So, but it's—it was I was just, you know, trying to say is that, you know, and even for me is that this is a new team, a younger team, and it's—it's it's going to take time. You know, it's going to take time. But I understand first team football too is that people want results and people want to be up in the Premier, up, But it's—it's it's going to take a small bit longer than what people, you know, were hoping for this year, like.
0: Yeah, can I, I just jump in there, actually, just because, you no, know, you go back to the Galway game and you said it was 2,500 people in Turner's Cross. That, to me, the aftermath of the Galway game, we've won the game easily, but if you said to me three years ago, you're going to finish sixth in the first division, hmm. there will be 2,500 people there giving the team a standing ovation, I would have said you're mad. But, I mean, you know, the support the team and yourself have got from from City supporters is um remarkable i think and and it's something that can be built on going forward and i think it's it's city fans have bought into the idea that you set out that it's a two year plan and everything is focusing on next year and but i guess my question is from your point of view is you've embraced that you've openly said it you've spoken you were on red fm yesterday and again you spoke about winning promotion next year and that's the goal lots of managers wouldn't do that you know they'd they'd they'd, they'd Yeah, nudge around it and they dance around it but you seem to embrace it and it's inevitable there's going to be pressure come with that next year because fans are going to say well this is the promotion year and this is what we're building towards and it's a somewhat I guess unusual way you know from a manager's point of view not many managers come out and say look our goal is promotion next year and that can add a pressure is there anything I think I think worries you about it, that and putting it out there straight up, Carl. You know,
2: no, it it doesn't. So you're not some, you're not somebody who's bothered by pressure, are you? It no, no. Everybody gets pressure, and it's, it, it 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 can be difficult at times. And you know, it's as a player and as a manager, it can be difficult at times. But you know, I've I've had it since I was 18. Um, yeah. I have no problem coming out and saying, listen, the club is that we need to aim for promotion next year. And you know, we are a big club, but we, it doesn't give you the right to say, oh, listen, just because we're a big club, we should be here. It's, it's going to take a lot of work and I'm saying is that as the coaches the coaches staff within inside and the players that we are we are willing to do that work and obviously put in the work to get us back to where we are so I've no problem saying to say listen okay yeah the aim is absolutely we yeah, have to go and get promotion and you know we, we've signed a few players this week and you know hopefully they can they can help us to get what, uh, what we want to do next year what would have been I know this might be a tough one, but what
1: what was like the worst performance of the season for from your point of view? Um I um, probably,
2: probably um I think probably the home game against Cabin Thiel when we got beaten 2 0. Mm. Um I just felt in the second half yeah. I just didn't think the the players were at it. I just didn't think and I just looked at them, and I just normally the players would, you know, they would give you everything, but I just just felt in that game I just didn't think we were at it and it, it um it annoyed me
1: there's questions we put this on uh, out for people to ask questions and uh, a guy called Gearbag um, there is yeah, these are the name of fans by the way Um on the CCFC forums he says on the self-reflection front is there anything personally you would change about the season if you had your time over again?
2: That, that That's probably a hard one to, to answer Damien I mean, you know it's just it's you know I brought in the players you know it's probably it was difficult because of COVID, you know, there was no games going on, we had to look at players on videos and, you know, sometimes, you know, it doesn't give you the true reflection of that player, you know, so it was difficult, you know, we got we got players in, you know, putting a team together, I suppose, it's, I suppose you, you look at it and we probably changed our style of play, probably, probably seven or eight games in and probably, you know, we probably started getting better results, maybe we could have started with that but, you know, I, I'd like to think that I thought we had the players, you know, that, you know, that we could, you know, play the, play, obviously play out from the back and, you know, play through the thirds and all that kind of stuff but we were, we were, we were making mistakes and, you know, individual errors were costing us so um, we probably changed it after a while just to probably take out those errors from the, from, from the back, from midfield and up top so it was just, you know, probably change the system and change the style of play. Richie Holland and Declan Coleman came on board
1: with you. Um, how important was it for them to come on board with you? You know, they, they you obviously had i known Richie from the academy set up and deck and Holman I, I think, is was connected with you as well in, in some way. So, you know, you had John Cotter and then the lads came in. And things started to seem to change, actually, when the lads started coming in, you know. How important was it for, for them to come in for you?
2: Yeah, no, as I said, you know, we, we had John Cotter uh, at the start and obviously John went to, to work with the FEI, and then Liam Kearney came, came in and gave me a hand. Um, I was speaking to Richie in, the, in trying to get him in. Uh, obviously, when John left, but it took a bit of time, so Liam stepped in. Uh, from the academy and and uh, he helped us out, which was fantastic. And so I've worked with Richie probably over the years in the academy, and you know I I know what he's about. Um, he's a very very good coach. He puts in an awful lot of work. Um, the players have got um huge respect from, him and um he's got very very good ideas. Um, so it was great to get Richie in. And I said he knows how I work and I know how he's worked, so uh, it's a good fit. And he said we brought in Dick Coleman from obviously when he when he left Cove. Uh, we brought Deck in as well, like so. It was um, it was good to get the to get the lads in, and you know there was um, there was a good bunch of us there.
1: So the summer transfer window, we were we were hearing rumours of all these players inside. Do you think the board of management backed you at all times, especially in the summer transfer window? You're
2: saying that with a smile, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, because <laughs> I,
1: it's kind of like a, it's a question I want to ask. But I probably, you know, I'm, I, I don't want to ask, but I have to ask, you know. Like it's one of those questions, kind of one.
2: <laughs> no, no. I, what I would say is, is that if I think players are available and I think they'll be, they'll be, uh, they'll improve us, then I absolutely we'll go after them. If I don't think the player is, if I didn't think, you know, um, we were looking for a player and I wouldn't get a player for the sake of it, and I wouldn't, um, you know, I wouldn't go out and say, listen, you know, put the club at risk and say, oh, I need a certain amount of money here for this player and. He doesn't play and it's just a waste of money. I wouldn't do that. You know, I'd like to, you know, do my homework properly um and, and get the right players in and they have to be right for the team as well and for the squad, you know. So just my experience over the years is that it's so important to have a good dressing room.
1: And that leads me into my next one actually. I came it came on the for the, the forums as well. My coffee machine is going there in the background, sorry though, with that every 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 pod. Jamie Wynn. <laughs> so we obviously there was there was a big people. Dundalk fans were saying, "Oh, this is a top guy." Uh, well, he obviously came on. He scored a goal, I think. Again, we, I would probably know the stats on this one. But we didn't see from him. Is it just that he just didn't fit in? No, or, no. It's not that he, you know? he didn't fit in. It's
2: that you know, obviously, Jamie, you know, a, a great fella. Um, he just it was like that. We weren't winning games, and it was difficult. And I didn't put him in because I thought the players that were in front of him were probably better players so I, I, I didn't take that risk and as time went on those players got better and it just Jamie found it very very difficult to get in Um, as I said listen, a great lad, um, trains well, we had no bother at all from a you know, good lad in the dressing room but it was just it just wasn't guaranteed game time.
0: Were you were you aware, Colin, at the, at the time the night we beat Wexford five 0 that we had said on that week's pod that um what we would expect from the game was Jamie Wynn would get ten minutes when we're five 0 up, you know um, and that's exactly what happened and you know obviously you didn't know but it was just funny when when we saw him coming on it was just you know bedlam. Them on social media you know? no, I, did, I didn't know that i didn't know that but I, I was
2: i was told i was told i was told after that but no i didn't know that Jamie's still a young anyway. lad <laughs> you know he's still a young lad and he's a he's, yeah. he, he's a great lad and you know you know we wish him the best going forward you know he's he's still a young lad he's still learning so um, just because it didn't work out of Corks doesn't mean that he, he won't go on to play have a good football
0: and just from your own point of view colin how hard is that for you as a manager you know from on a human level, you know, we're, none of us are none of us are pricks. Like no. you know, we don't like to see people not getting on or not, um,
2: yeah.
0: you know, getting an opportunity. But obviously, there are calls you have to make, et cetera, You know, and you know, how does that sit with you? Then
2: you know, it's difficult because at the at the stage that you were, we weren't winning games, and it was difficult. And it's 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 hard to get everybody on. And you know, lads are training um, every day, and they're 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 waiting to get their opportunities and. You can only make so many subs and if it's you know if it's like you look at some games that we gave away crazy goals towards the end of the games and you're just thinking you know it's it's it it is difficult and you know you follow up with players and that's just the that's the uh the other sides of management really isn't it
1: Now, this is another one, so jackie was obviously in the press conferences at one stage, and he was no longer in the press conferences was there anything to maybe because of the way he was asking questions.
2: I wouldn't say that, no. No, I thought he was fine. He was, he was fine. He was, uh, he was grand. Yeah, no water at all.
1: So he'll get an invite back next year. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we, we have to ask, uh, you know, he was very upset uh, about he it. He still is actually upset he about it. Still he, he still is. is he still mentions it every don't day. Don't every, no, once a week, don't it's mind. brought up. No. Once a week. Every day. My view Every
0: on day. it, and I don't know whose decision um, it was, and I don't care. i will put it out there. Jackie C- we we'll get you immediate pass next year. You'll be fine. He can make all the decisions he wants. He can make all the calls he wants, and everybody respects them, and I respect them. And after that, Sinead, you know? That's it.
2: Thanks.
1: it <laughs> out Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's, he's done now. He might stop mentioning it now. Um... So another question here was the um Manny on the CCFC would like to hear your opinion. The quality of opposition in the league this year, was it, was it higher than you expected? And did it match your own expectations? And does it, you think that it will sustain itself going into next year? So what was, did it, you, uh, um, did it surprise you, the quality of opposition?
2: It was, you know, it, it, it it was, it, it was good. It, it, it was good. As you said, you had, you had shells. They threw a lot of money at it. They did, to be fair. They threw a lot of money at it. Um, Always well, mm. so you know yourselves when you have a bigger budget, you can attract you know, you can attract um high quality of players. So it was it was difficult, Bray, Bray, as, as I seen in the game last night against Calwood, they're a good side. It, it was it was it was it was a tough league, it was probably the toughest league probably in the last so many years. Uh, the first division, so um, yeah, as, as you can see, we did we 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 um we found it we did found it tough, but what I would say in the games that we did play, and you know, we never. Like I know the games against Shells and that, they were difficult, but the other games there wasn't much in it in, in, in any game that we did play and it was probably by an individual error or probably just a lack, lack of concentration that probably we conceded we conceded goals, silly goals that we dropped points, that probably caught us caught us in the end losing out in the playoff um position.
3: Do do was, you have a like a managerial philosophy, I suppose, or a way to play, or is it just kind of you adapt to each game as it comes, or do you have a way that at the start of the season you said, I want to play this way or this is how I want the team to, to
2: shape no, up, sometimes when it, sometimes sometimes it, it's um you know it's probably sometimes it comes down to the players that you have and you know, sometimes you know you get injuries as well and sometimes you like you, you like to play the four three three, um and then sometimes you go to four four two and there's there different ways of playing that in possession, out of possession. You know, you can go four four two and then you can train you can change that to three five two in possession out of possession. So there's lots of ways you can do it. You no, know, probably we, we did change it probably after i don't know maybe seven or eight games that we went to the four four two. and we went we went a small bit more direct we did and you know to get it up to two center forwards but um you know it's you can you, you look at different games and you look at i don't know maybe maybe, maybe 3d or something like that we went to a 4 3 and probably you're looking probably from the two higher midfielders to get to make runs in between center backs and full backs and you know, keep your centre forward in between, in between the, the 18-yard box, and you're asking for your wide players to stay higher and narrow. So there, there, there's different ways of playing it. There is, you know, we like to get the ball down and play, but there's sometimes there is that. Sometimes we don't, we don't want to have mistakes from the back, and we can just get it into different areas. We can hurt the opposition.
0: Would you like to put the same method of play right down through the academy teams? So that that all the teams at the club are are playing fundamentally the same systems and, and playing the same way. So if, as guys step up, they already know the systems and they know what are what's required in each. And, you know, it's an easier step up then or, yeah. or are you happy with the with with the Academy doing their own
2: things individually as individual teams, you know? the Academy, I mean, the majority of teams play the four three three. You know, and sometimes, you know, it they come down sometimes you, you've get it you get injuries too in the academy and they you might you might give it to a three five two. But it's still the coaching points to the kids are they're always the same. I mean, it's gotta be about working hard and that's the most important thing. Work hard and you know, um obviously you you speak to the coaches on what formations you place and what jobs you have to do, but the most important thing what I think in and for the first team players is is your work rate. If you don't have your work rate then it's going to be a difficult night. It's going to be a difficult. It's going to be. It's going to be difficult for you as a player anyway.
1: Is there any part of you that smiled when Galway didn't make the playoff final? Did, I,
2: did you smile? Did I smile? No, I didn't. No, no. no I didn't. It was a very good goal by Brandon Cavanaugh. It was a very good goal. But oh, I, I always felt is that Brian Maher is a very good goalkeeper. We had him in the underage with the with the with the under nineteens. And I often thought is that listen, he even down at Cork, down at Cork, we could have been five or six nil up at half time, but he was, he was brilliant. Um he was the exact same up in the Carolines ground when he came off Murphy went in one one he pulled off a fantastic save. So I often thought it was that it has to be a special goal to beat him, like so. I, I knew it would be difficult for Galway if, if Bray Maher played well and obviously um yeah, he did and you know, it's uh it's a very good result for Bray. A lot of people would have thought Galway would have went through.
0: Yeah. And would you have any opinion on mm. how you would yeah. see the whole playoff um working itself out, oh, Carl? Would you is there is there a side
2: you fancy that I, yeah, I think they'll win it out? U C D are a good footballing team. Do you know um Colin Wheelham up top and, and Liam Kerrigan are very, very good players. Well, um the only thing about Bray is Bray Bray have got good individual players. So you just, if they turn up, if they turn up in the night it could be it could be a difficult game. I fancy UCD, but if whoever, if it's Waterford or Finn Harps or whoever, I think it'll be a very difficult game for yeah. for a first division team to get up. I think it's very difficult. What do you think yourself?
0: Nick? Um, think yourself? Was, I, <laughs> I, I personally, I, I think it's one of the years where the, where it'd be very difficult for the any side to beat the Premier Division mm. side, be it Harps, yeah, Waterford. I so well. or possibly, I, I still have this thing about Drohada getting dragged into it in the last couple of games, but. I agree with you. Yeah, I think I I can't see the first
2: division side. getting up it To be I honest, think, you know, I think it'd be very difficult.
1: There was you spoke about goalkeepers. Now, I think I, there was a question came in about Mark McNulty, and look, he came in for a lot of heavy criticism this year. Um, and again, when we had Graham Cummins on, you know, Graham said you can't look at just because he makes one error yeah. in one game, he might have made four or five saves. And I started looking at games a bit differently after that. But there was a question in, and and someone wants to know why didn't you give David Harrington a bit of a start, before, you know,
2: a bit earlier in the season? Um, no, it, it, listen, Mark. Mark came in. Um, it, it can be difficult sometimes, you know. Listen, we we don't have any many practice games within, you know, within within the first team because you know, with with some of the lads, you know, they can't. They can't play like I know with Harry and that, you know, he, he there wasn't many games that we could have got him outside of first team football. Mark was playing, he was playing well, and I just felt that, you know, stick with Mark another 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 while and I just maybe felt that maybe it wasn't right for for the right time to put in Harry, um in David Harrington, uh, into those games. But when he did come in he he, he did great and we're all delighted for him that he went in and and he's done very well for himself. Do you know, he has he has done very well for himself.
0: Absolutely. Can I just ask you, Colin, there on the point that you made about there isn't many chances to get to get lads games. Would you be Mm. a fan of like the academies go to under 19 and then there's nothing. You either go into the first team squad or you go back to Munster Senior League or whatever it may be. Would you be a fan of an under 21 um, league with the ability to play three or four overage players? within that system then yeah, basically reserve team football.
2: We used to do over in Celtic. We used to do over in Celtic and it it was brilliant because you could play probably about three or four it was under twenty ones, you could play three or four um first team lads come down, you could play a keeper as well. But there's sometimes there is that you learn more on the pitch with them senior pros than you would on the coach because they're out there and they're listening you might be in the middle of the park with whoever and say, Listen, don't be going in there, and just stay in that position. The coach mightn't see that because obviously to get, when you're on there with that player and he's experienced, but that's that's why you see the the benefits of that is that players that are not playing they can go down and they can keep their fitness levels and then they can they can pass on their knowledge to the younger players and I know that you can see over there with Paul McShane's over Manchester United twenty twenty is he with the 23s? and he's yeah. over there that's why he's over there because he's in around the dressing room. He's making sure he's giving, you know, good habits to the players. The way he's trains, I would imagine Paul McShane is a very good trainer. He's a very good professional. So the younger lads now look at Paul and they would say, Listen, okay, if I can learn from him, then, you know, I'll I'll have good habits. I won't have bad habits going on in my career. So I think I think it would be a very but then again, that's more money then for, for the FEI to, yeah. to throw out, isn't it? Yeah.
1: So John, Johnny Ward, friend of the pod, he wants to know what do you think of the
0: standard of coaching in the league? Johnny's a big fan of yours as yeah. well. You should I'm sure you know it. If somebody like um a Roy Keane or somebody a big name obviously Damien Duff has come in to Shelburne now and and has lifted the level of the league again but I think Johnny's kind of was saying that in terms of playing careers and everything else after Damien Duff you're you're the next man up you know or at the moment last season within the League of Ireland you were you had the best playing career of all the management so maybe the FAI should have been focusing on the likes of Colin Healy as a former international no no managing and coaching within the league and and promoting that and using it as one of the the methodologies that they could to promote the league on a regular basis you know and I think that's that's kind of where he was coming from and just is the standard of coaching at a level whereby it will allow the league to improve over the next 10 years or so i guess is, is I,
2: I think so yeah, i think so yeah i I think, I think it will you know it's um with the with your coach education what 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 you have to do now for your your badges that there's a lot a lot of work goes into you know from obviously naila regan and obviously the coaching staff the coaching staff that he has and um there's a lot of stuff there's a lot of learning to be done to get those licenses so yeah i think i think there is i think the coaches are getting better um you can see different styles of play um, you can see different. You know the way they press from the front, way they're playing up from the back. There's different. There's different rotations. So I would, be, yeah, absolutely. I think the coaching um has gone up um um a lot over the over the last few years. Absolutely.
1: Do you feel pity for the players nowadays? Like when you they have to deal with all the stuff on social media. Obviously, these fan podcasts where three fat fellas will criticise them. Um, fans TV forums. Like it's 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 twenty four seven where it's just like if they don't have a good performance, it's like oh god. Like,
2: do you, do you feel do you feel it's you know it's tough on the players like uh, compared to when you were playing. Yeah, for sure. Listen, I was probably getting slated anyway. So it's not one anyway. So you know it's 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 out there all the time. As I said, you you play great one week and the next week you're you're rubbish and you're getting hammered. The next week everybody loves you. That's just part and parcel of, of being a professional footballer. It is. It's everybody loves you one week and the next week they all hate you. That's just the way it is.
1: And do you think like the the players? It, it, it does get to them, I presume. Like does it? I would know? imagine so. I would is imagine it? so.
2: But if you're getting into professional football and you gotta be thick-skinned, you gotta be because, um, as you said, if you're playing in front of two and a half thousand, could be five, six thousand. Is that if you're not having a good day, people will have a go with you. It's just in one ear out the other ear, isn't it?
1: Mm. We got you a mug, so we got a mug made for you. Uh, I'm not too sure if you're ever going to use it, but we're going to send it out to you. Okay, yeah. it's it's Healy number one on the back. Oh, yeah. um, we we have it about six months now, actually, and I don't know why Wayne hasn't sorted out of you know, know, so, yeah. um, We expect so to see you drink it. Uh, there's a box as well. You got the boxes. Someone else on the forum said who who would have been so Keane Barry got we did we ran a fans player of the year thing. Um, you know yeah. for the whole season, Keane Barry got oh. our player of the year. If you, I know
2: that you probably can't. Lovely trophy. Did you, you see a, a trophy? In? Yeah, I Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I was doing a team talk afterwards. I couldn't find him. I couldn't find
1: him, in the poison were sent bags. Obviously, <laughs> we got him with holes in it, so they couldn't drink alcohol out of it. It would just pour out, you see. So that was the. Um, but would you have any like player who you just thought he had a cracking season? Brilliant. He's my you know best be- um, uh, best player of the season.
2: I would say King Coleman. Yes, mm, yeah. Yeah. and obviously, um,
1: and I did say at yeah. the
3: start of the season. I did say start of the season, he should go centre half. <coughs>
2: Remember, lads? You go, you mm. Yeah.
1: Lo and behold. <laughs> yeah. You were listening, I weren't I, you?
2: I'm, I,
1: I'm not going to lie. I, I, I thought last season, I, you know, and I think we spoke about the start of season. I was like, oh, I I don't even think he should get into the team. And, you know, I think Wayne had said, ah, oh, he was playing under a shit manager. Um,
2: and, you know, he really has been top, top player this yeah, year. Yeah, he's so, been brilliant. He's yeah, well yeah, been that. brilliant. But listen, that's, he trains like that every day. He has like, you know, so and it doesn't surprise me the, the bombs he, he puts in on Friday night. So he is and even even getting the captain's armband, you know, he's he's uh, he's becoming a leader now as well. So, which is great and I know he's he's, he's a cork lad as well which is is important.
1: MSCCasino.com Ireland's new and exciting online bookmaker and casino. Sign up today and see what lies in store for you. You'll find a wide range of markets on a huge selection of sports from across the globe. Play for fun and rewards at MSCCasino.com Please gamble responsibly. 18 and over. Visit gambleaware.ie So you obviously started with Celtic. The first game was the game of shame, Trina lost to Rangers, yep. uh, where there was this, like, mentalness, you, you know, the, yep. the referee was attacked, was oh, I mean, how did it feel, coming in as a debut game, into something like
2: that? Uh, it is, it's it's, it's it's mad, those games up there, they're crazy, and it's, as I said, it was, uh, I don't know, we were doing 3 or something, but it was, it was, it was crazy, it was crazy, it was, all those games are up there, even in the, in the under 18s and under 21s, the Celtic Rangers, they are, they are, yeah, <laughs> mental there, yeah, but it, 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 games, good. I, I know I did. Yeah, it's probably a late tackle on Albert or something, wasn't it? You took out Jorg uh,
1: Alberts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I presume that was the adrenaline of the whole thing. Like, was it just madness? It is. Like? It,
2: is it is. It is. It's a hundred miles an hour. Listening, you can't hear anything because the crowd is is just so loud. It's, it's it's unbelievable. If you've never been to, you should go there. It is. It's it's incredible. It's an experience. It is. Well, yeah, it was my 18th birthday. So we're in
3: well. the pub in Kinsale, and the game was on. Everyone, you came on then and. Hammered into Alberts and few was going, Yeah, I got healing half a
2: like
1: his 18th <laughs> birthday. You know? that, that'll tell you how long ago it was. It was yeah. his 18th birthday. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> he had long flowing hair at the time. <laughs> um, you were part of the winning treble team in 2001, um, and you played in the infamous super caliber Celtic atrocious 3 1
2: loss yeah. and John Barnes's last Three. game. Um,
1: John Barnes.
2: Listen, he he was a good manager, but Henry Larsson got injured. Henry Larsson broke. Remember, he broke his leg. He broke his leg up in Lyon, and yeah. oh, he struggled. Right. The team struggled without him. Um, and he said, "Listen, we um, Kenny Dogleish was in as well. Kenny Dogleish, um, McDonald. Oh, yeah. So, um, yeah. So it was, um, it was, um, it was interesting. And we got beaten by um, Kelly Thistle, and and that and that was it. Yeah.
1: You then went to Sunderland, obviously, uh, and this is where the, the I suppose the injuries, um. Yeah the injuries but you know Mick McCarthy they're, they're, the thing is out there that you, obviously you broke your leg with, with um, against yeah. Coventry and then you came back training and you had a break there as well There uh, Michael Gray one of your ex-teammates was on um an Under the Cosh podcast and he said McCarthy m- Muller <laughs> um, and even though Mick McCarthy denied it
2: what is what was the story Colin? Yeah so how long have we got here Um it's- <laughs> <laughs> as long as you want, the, the stage is all yours. I did I, I nothing. I brought my leg in Coventry, and you know it was um it was a double break. You know, fib and tib and It was a nasty one, and um they I put it they, they put it in a fixator after it, and um, so I had a lot of complications with it. So it never it didn't heal properly. Um, I could train probably. This was no after probably over a year, but about I'd say about fourteen fifteen months. I'd say. The train one day, and I'd have to take two days off because it was just that sore. Like, um, it was it was it was really sore, and it just wasn't right. And I'd have special shin guards, and I and I used to wear them till I retired. I have these shin guards. The boys used to be slagging me about. They like cricket, cricket, cricket things. They're big, massive ones, now like that. They give you protection, obviously, on my leg. But I used to always wear them. It was just in my head that I, if I had to they had to to shin guards, but the boys would be slagging for different colors and everything like that. But. Anyway, but I'd have to wear them and train. So yeah, I came back training, and we were doing five sides, and Mick McCarthy joined in. And Mick McCarthy being Mick is that you know in five sides he doesn't he doesn't pull out a tackle. <laughs> and it was just one of those things is that Bob was there and two of us went in for a tackle, and um, yeah, it, it broke. But it, it's just the way. It, well, it could have been, it could have been anybody. But listen, I've, I've um, as I said respect for Mick is is um, what he did for me my career is that I can only be, you know, grateful for, for what he did and, you know, that tackle, um, his legs are so big anyway, probably, his legs are probably twice, three times his size of my legs, so that's what it probably broke, but it it did, it broke, it just wasn't right anyway, Damien, I mean, it wasn't right, so, yeah, and then I, I put it in plaster Paris for probably about another six or seven months and, yeah, uh, it, it healed, it healed better than the first time.
1: Like, after, after two, obviously two, mm.
2: Jesus, some of the worst mm. injuries you can get, like, like mentally, it must have been, it was difficult, you know, I, I had a bad knee injury after that and that was probably the one that probably caught me, you know, as my career went on. Um, I had a knee injury that I was out for probably another year with that. Like, so I was out for the best part of three years. Um, probably thinking mm-hmm. at, at the end of that, I, you know, my contract was up with Sunderland and Sunderland said it was too much of a risk because of the injuries that I had and my contract wasn't going to be renewed. So I was just thinking, listen, oh, this, this is not for me. I was probably had enough of it you know I wasn't I wasn't doing much so yeah I was going to I was going to pack it in but I was talked out of it I was talked out of it Um. so I just said listen I'd give it another go but it wasn't it wasn't right it was it's, it's you know it never has been never got back to where it was but it was you know it's I went on and you know it didn't break again but my knee my knee always gave me problems I had about see, since that I had about probably six or seven operations on it um even when I came back to Cork I struggled, you know, my knee used to swell up and we used to go train in astroturfs and my knee just couldn't hold the astroturf and I couldn't train certain days, I couldn't play in certain games against Dundalk and because of the astro, my knee just wouldn't isn't strong enough for the astro. And mm. and
0: no, Colin,
2: would, would that well, leg
0: still affect you? No, would you would you still know, know that you had it? I don't play I
2: don't I don't do many sports at the moment. Like but if I went and played game of ball or if I joined in with the lads in in training that um yeah when when he would swell up but it would go back down again in another two or two or three days yeah but it would, it would it would swell up it's just the wear and tear that I have in there yeah. it's just a, there's been a lot of lot of trouble giving me a lot of trouble over the years like it has, yeah. yeah,
0: and you just said there that you don't do many other sports. Is there any sport like? Do you play a bit of golf? But it's, is what do you like? What do you do away from the away from football just to relax?
2: I do a lot of gym work. I do a lot of gym work with um with Steve Barry. Do you know Steve does the um the under seventeen strength and condition? I do a lot of gym work with Steve, and it's it's something that I enjoy doing. I, I enjoy doing that. Yeah, we played golf two or three weeks ago with the with the with the team. We had we opened Lee Valley. We had it out playing golf, and isn't uh, yeah, i' just wouldn't be great at golf to be honest like so it's um so it's um as you can see from us we don't do a lot of gym work um but we we, we can pretend yeah. well, that, 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 the, that uh, would be me for the moment That it would be yeah i, I enjoy doing the gym work and it's probably something that you know coming away from football is that when you're in the office and you're out in the train, pitch is something that you can go there for an hour or something like that and i enjoy that part of it
1: i need to go back to the 2002 world world because this is a big one for us I mean we're all obviously kind of going to go out Wayne is shaking it. And, 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 and I an mean, I, I, interest I, with this one you, you did so in 2002 um, 21st of May Kim walks out deadline was the next day Mick uh, he, call, uh, he called you up on standby he didn't tell you um, didn't tell you why just get ready to travel immediately you know
2: Roy Keane you know I'm <laughs> <It laughs> <is, laughs> to do it <laughs>
1: I, I, it goes through the whole thing, so it's you know. Obviously, everyone knows what happened. Okay, everyone knows. What were your thoughts? I mean, have in twenty years have you ever rang up Roy
2: Keane and went, "You're I wouldn't dream of doing this. I wouldn't dream of doing it. <laughs> <laughs> no, of doing
1: it. But like, what? I suppose you You know, was this?
2: No, but it was it was you know I was I was put on standby. Um, I didn't know what was going on over there. A lot of people didn't, um, but um, it just didn't happen. Um, as I said, I only probably played about three or four games, probably, and I did I did okay in those games that leading up to the World Cup. But listen, Roy Keane is Roy Keane. He's listen. He's been the best player I've ever to put on an Irish jersey. If it's listen, if it's. They're going to keep him on for another. Do you know if they're going to keep him on to, to play in the World Cup? Then, then absolutely fantastic. But it just wasn't to be, and I think it was the registration form went in, and they couldn't change it. Then once the names have gone in, then it goes into FIFA. Then once uh, that's in, you can't change it, and it was too late then. But it was just my luck. Would you not ring him like anonymously at half two in the
1: morning, someday, <laughs> and just just like on a private number, like Dean Roy? Wouldn't do like that. I wouldn't know I wouldn't know because <laughs> I would I'm sorry though no, but if that yeah. was anyway <laughs> no no it's look yeah I understand yeah, I understand and Keane is he's the, should we know look, he's, the, he's the best yeah, player but, you know to put on the early jersey well Wayne is shaking his head there but Decky apparently and this was one here for you Richie Sadler is his favourite ever player Um, it, was he actually as good as Decky thinks he was I didn't say Sadlier was my like, favorite I just said I think Sadlier is the
0: one who got away in terms of a guy who would have been a really, really good player who just got <laughs> injured and, and right. never,
2: never had a. Yeah, you're right because he was he was a very, very good player, um, and he had think he had problem, very bad problems. I think it was his back or his hip or something like that, and obviously he he had to um, he had to retire. But he was, he was, he was a very good player He was he was a handful, he was a big lad up top He was very good in the air and he had a very good hold-up play So he was, he was a very good player But with these injuries, catch, they they, they caught him And just un, it's unfortunate for him
0: Yeah, because I always look at him And he always gets mocked um, on social media For the, the whole, the blurb <laughs> under his name on RT You know, finished third at the UEFA under-19s or whatever and people share it and so that I'm always lane, kind of lane. going like, yeah. guys, you have no idea how good a player this guy was. If injury didn't didn't yeah. take him out at 22, yeah. he would have he would have done, had a yeah, very, very
1: have good career. And it's it's all people like me, you know, the, the highest I ever played was A, 3B, well, you know. I've <laughs> seen you
2: know, <laughs> playing a game out in Bishopstown. I've seen you playing a game up. in Town, so let's <laughs> not talk about that for me. Oh... <laughs> 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 <sighs> <sighs> <sighs>
1: Hoping so to be signed up for that. <laughs> anyway, um, look, looking into next season. So, season's over. Uh, next season, uh, Declan Carey was with us, uh, last week actually, and he said that you're going to have a much better budget next season. Uh, so, does that is that is that really good news? I suppose that that's puts a good um, good uh, outlook on next season already. Yeah, I, I have a better budget
2: than last year. That it'll probably allow me to bring in probably a few players to strengthen the squad. You know, so. Um, I think that's what we need. We need we need a bit of experience within the squad. Yeah, we have we've got some good players, but um, adding experience to that will we'll bring them on um, quicker, and you know it will probably cut out some of the mistakes that we we had this year. Do you have any uh, yeah. excuses for us? Um, in players, Sign-ins? Yeah. Anything? Mm. Just. Um,
3: you want to sign today, didn't
2: he? Yeah. That's. that's right, yeah, we yeah, know We so yeah, yeah, don't. So we not That
1: though. Does tomorrow? Yeah. Is there any? It, yeah, is there anything been announced on Thursday, <laughs> um, so we can break and on Wednesday? Nothing at all. Nothing at all.
0: Just, just on Jonas, Colin. Sorry, can I just ask um, you? Um, yeah. With the two concussions that he had, fairly close, and the second time mm-hmm. he missed a he missed a good number of games, was there was there any fear yeah. for for Jonas for his maybe his career or? his long-term health Um. after that second concussion at any stage was there was there
2: any genuine fear no, that, it, you know this might be no, something that might affect
0: him going forward you know
2: he, he got a bad you know as you said it was his second one I think you know from the medical side of things I, I think everything was fine there was no problem he, he probably had a he, he had a pain in his head and you know his, his vision and that but that came back after a few weeks and we were very very um cautious with him. We just didn't want to throw him in for the sake We wanted to make sure that he was a hundred percent right and he's seen um three or four different people to make sure we got the go ahead for him because as i said it happened it happened twice you know so it's yeah. we just have to be very careful with that because it is it's it's a serious injury, and you know even the second one um probably just shows you and I keep saying it just shows you how brave he is is that you know he he was he was, it was a corner and you know. Some players would pull out of that header like and he didn't and uh, you know, he cleared his lines but he took a bang for the team, and, 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 you know, and it was It wasn't a good chance. It was you, it, clear, you know, no, he he was late. He was late. He was the player was late, but my my thing my Jonas didn't pull out of it like he didn't like you know, some people when you're going up for that, you've got your eye in the ball and sometimes you can you've got your eye and your man coming in and Jonas's first thought was to clear that ball because we have a player there in the middle of the six yard box is that you know, you go and attack that area. Some players will come out of that area and they'll go missing. But he stayed there and he did the job. But you know, he he took a bang for it, like you know. So, um, he's a he's a he's a very very brave player. But you know, he's we're delighted that he's signed back this year. He he's had a good season. But he, he's a very very good footballer. He's a very good footballer.
0: I was just going to say, he must be delighted to have him back for next year.
2: He's great around the the dressing room. He's a quiet lad, but the the boys the the players have great time from, and um. You know he he loves it here, he loves it here, so it's um yeah. it's um we're delighted and when you
0: add Ali Gilchrist into that mix as well, Colin, you know we look exceptionally strong now with center back going into next season, you Keen know, Coleman is obviously as you said was player was was player of the year mm. Jonas is a, looks a fantastic defender you've added ali gilchrist i I'm guessing I don't know, but I'm guessing Josh Ronihan is around next year as well um maybe George heaven may may or may not be, I don't know, but as a group of centre backs, it's hard to see any other side in the league having as good a group.
2: Yeah, I think so. I think the um, the back line is is very very powerful. Bringing Ali into that, and you've got Jonas, um, you've got Keen, and they're the players that are signed at the moment. You know, we'll be speaking to Josh uh, over the next few days. But we are we're very powerful. <laughs> we're very powerful at the back, but that that's important. You know, it's important there to that we have leaders through through the spine of the team and you know if if we can um if we can add maybe one or two more players to the team um we should we should be we should be we should be okay we should be we should be in a good position for um for next year you so think you could get everyone you want to re sign um i suppose if, if that's not the, it might come down to money i mean i don't know i don't know i like to think that i know we we had a tough season but i like to think the players um they enjoy it within the club you know we I, i've changed a lot of stuff this year, since they've come in, um you know, it's uh we've we've got a new um have got a new team run for the players. This, the players in the mornings, there's there's breakfast there for them in the mornings. Um I know Damien that when you were there last there was there was food for the players in the afternoon. We have that now for as well. We have food for the players in the afternoon. Um so and we have we have a fantastic gym down below. So we have everything on site for the players here. We've got a fantastic training pitch. Barry the Groundsman has that. That's, that's better than Turner's Cross, that pitch is brilliant, absolutely brilliant, so it's going to take time, but everything that probably you guys, you don't see, you know, within the training ground, and you know, the fans that they don't see, is that there's a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes there, is that we're trying to get that right, and you know, have a good, have, have that right culture, you know, that the players are coming into, and they can see what we're doing, and they, if they buy into that, um, and then obviously, the demands that we put into the players, then... We can only get stronger as a club going forward.
0: And Colin, like I don't want, to, um, I don't want to blow smoke up your your your. I was going to say arse or whatnot, but I mean, it's clear the players want to play for you. you. It's, it's clear the players respect you, and it's clear that players want to play for you. You know, and and that's that's a huge advantage to the club. So, in terms of England, then, and your contacts in England, will you be going back to England looking to try and bring players in and? Do you see yourself utilizing the loan market, or do you prefer to get players in on a more permanent
2: basis? I suppose you know it's it, with 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 the players in that, and um, you know we as coaches we do put a lot of demands on the players. I have respect for the whole lot of them. You know we we've all just all different types of players, different characters. Um, I have respect for them. Um, you know I show them respect; they show me respect. And I like all I ask them to do is on on a Friday night just go and give everything you got, and don't have any excuses. Um. And and they and they've done that. They've done that, and they they've got better, as you can see. They got better going forward, and uh, which is great to see. Um, with the players, with the loan systems, is that, yeah, you, it it's it's difficult because you know some some clubs will look at it and they will say, you know, okay, are you full time? Um, you're in the first division, and then sometimes they have players sectioned off as where they want to send them so it could be if you're looking at players in Norwich okay they'll have some players that are going to we want him to go to championship level and in um, in Scotland and it's just not as easy as it is these days you know to just to go and say listen can I take him there for 6 months there's, there's a lot more that goes on with it um behind the scenes um to to get players on loan but you know as you said written as your, your 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 example is Barry Coffey from Celtic you know it was Listen. He was um. He was great. he was great, great for the team, great for the club, and you know he's um. He went down and uh, he did very well for himself. Okay, mentioned mentioned okay.
0: Barry Coffee there a couple of weeks back. We we said three different things. James Dungner would be here. Aaron Bulger would be here, and Barry <laughs> Coffee would be here next year. We are two for three so far. You know, is there any chance we will be three for three?
2: I don't know. I don't. I I really don't know. Um, as I said, uh, he did fantastically well for us this year. Um, he did he, he came in um um himself and Aaron came in um and they were they were very good. He scored some very, very good goals. Um but he, he enjoyed himself. He enjoyed himself, he enjoyed himself with the with the players within the dressing room, he enjoyed the training, he enjoyed playing in front of the crowds and I think the crowds, the fans took to him very, very well. So, um he enjoyed himself here and he learned a lot. Even for 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 going loan, I think he got something from Cork City um which is which is always nice mm. you know for him to go away to go back to celtic thinking isn't yeah cork cork was um a lovely place to be and you know he got something from it from his football career
1: yeah so that, I actually never thought about getting players on loan and whether full time because we you know you've got Shells, uh, galway and ourselves mm. i think it, maybe it we're the only three full time so that's a really important actually to stay full time and and, and th- you know that's 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 a driving force was it was
2: getting successful It was and then. you know like and we probably go back to we we'll probably go back to the start of the season and it's probably a decision that we made is that I know it's like I d I don't want to be going on about too much about the budget, is that like you know, we didn't have a big budget and we didn't and listen, um you so know I gotta be honest about that and there was probably a decision that we, we looked at and thinking, would we go part time or would we go full time? And we we looked at that. But I was always thinking that if we were part time we'd probably stay part time and then we'd attract part time players. But if we went full time then okay, it would be difficult to start but attracting players to full-time football would be would be easier. And probably the conversations getting in Aaron Bulger and Barry Coffey probably wouldn't have happened if we were part-time. So going full-time is probably the best way to go in the long run, if, 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 if you know what I mean.
1: You're about to ask another question, Declan, aren't you?
0: <laughs> I'm always about to ask another question. is your mouth opening? Um, no, I was just... This year, and I've been on about this for a while, but I, I, I guess you're probably aware of our record against the teams who finished in the top five this year. We played 15 games against mm. them. We only won two of those games, which were the two Galway games, um, and we only got 13 out of 45 of the points available. As a coach mm. and staff, and as a manager, and like, what's the key to correcting that going into next season and, and to doing better against those sides? Because fundamentally, I guess that's where we won and where we lost our chance of, of getting playoffs and getting promotion, you know. So what do we need to do as a club and a group to ensure yeah, things are better in that
2: area next year, you know? I just think it needs to be we need to be better all over the pitch, you know. We need to score more goals. We need to defend better. We need to manage the games better. You know, there were some games there that we lost and we just didn't manage. We just didn't see out the games. We didn't do that. Um, I'm hoping that, you know, bringing in experienced players and putting them within the group that we have, will 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 we'll sort that but um no it the, i agree 100% it, it has to be better and we have to beat the team we have to start beating the top teams we have to beat the teams in and around us and that has to yeah it has to start it's it, it it is but we need as you said we need more goals we need we need better we need you know better service from wide areas better service up the strikers we need to defend the box better but that that comes with hard work and you know it's um the plan is that hopefully you'll see that next year
1: we don't even want it to be next year, but all the signings that are announced at the moment, like I want the league to start next week. I, I, <laughs> we're looking at the signings, like looking at Ali Gilchrist came out of nowhere, we're like oh my god, this is it, we're going, we're going to win the league. Like like, Gordon <laughs> like, Walker a, yeah, Gordon Walker is our man. He's our man. Um, so, but um, we've, we've yeah, like um, I, I Decky has pretty much asked all the questions there. He took sorry, over, yeah, um, so it's uh, it's good that we have a new host. For, it's good that we have a new host for next year, Declan. That's fine, um, but. Um, <laughs> Uh, is, is there anything else there, lads? Before we uh, wrap up and leave, leave, leave. Colin, and go on a holiday. Maybe you're you going to head off. No, there? no, I'm not. I'm not.
2: I'm not going to go away. I'm not going to go away. I'm just going to stay around and, you know, I'm just going to. I enjoy the work. I enjoy. It. Yeah, yeah we we'll, we'll working on it. <laughs> Actually, yeah. So it's um. No, I'm yeah, sorry, Wayne. Go on.
3: Yeah. Do 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 we have any um? When you're reviewing other teams now checking their videos yeah. and all do you have any stats background or do you have any stats you can get yeah like you know com, for example do you use any of them when you're coaching or is just a case of you use your own it, of... is that when I'm looking
2: at players Wayne or is it when I'm looking at the opposition
3: yeah or even co- or even any checking stats of to go away oh, away yeah. five games on the road or Everton you know
2: yeah we have Everton on ever Everton on, on the uh, opposition yeah Everton yeah, yeah. We, have, would... we have we have Paul O'Donoghue who is um would be our video analysis, and I said, "Listen, we would um we would have everything on opposition. Yeah, we we do an awful lot of work on the opposition. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I like to think that if we didn't, then obviously the it, 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 the players, you know, will have an excuse. So I've got to make sure that everything's covered on the opposition, on throw-ins, corners, everything on centre forwards mm-hmm. on." strengths, weaknesses that we have to cover that. So if the players ask us, listen, who's this fella here? They know what they know what he's about. It has to be done because if it's not, then I don't think we're doing our job properly.
0: And
2: would you be would you be a Big ever, uh, the football like... manager for a player? No, no. Sorry. I I would no I would all I what I would do that is, is that I like I like my team going into a game knowing everything about the opposition about how they how they play from the back and how they defend from the front and their corners, their strengths, their weaknesses. Like obviously we focus on what we want to do as well, but you know, I like to know that, okay, when we're going in, we know what them are about. So if we're playing two midfield or three midfield or if they're playing a back three or if they're playing one up top, they know the strengths and weaknesses of that team and then obviously then we have to go back to our own stuff and what we need to do going forward on on our on our on our system of play and, and how we're going to break them down. So, yeah, i like. I think that yeah, we have we have to do that, you know. So it's um it just gives the players um uh, a better picture, so when they go into the game on the Friday night, they they know what to do. We normally finish off with predictions. So predictions for next year, Wayne. Where do you think we're going to finish? No. <laughs>
1: where do you think we're going to? Win, dreams, of course. Yeah. Same as last season.
2: <laughs> I'll leave you to that, lads. I'm not, I'm not getting into that. No, um, listen. I, as i said as i said i am, my our aim is to to get promoted that's our aim and so um and that's that's what we're going to try and do um, that's what i'm trying to do put a squad together to do that i keep saying with, with with the fans and that is that some of these kids haven't seen Turner's cross packed and it's my job it's, as mm-hmm. the coaches themselves is that to get to get more fans in the, the more fans that we get in we're a bigger club and when we're like that i don't think anybody can touch us and it's you can see it you can see it to the day when you you, you guys got together. And um, you getting the the crowd in for the women's is that it's there's no better place to play your football and Turner's cross when there's five six thousand people cheering you on and there's not and we have to build it to that and you said when there's five six thousand the club gets stronger and stronger and then we're we're in a good position come forward.
1: Um, thanks very much for joining us. Um, and um, listen, thanks for you know been a great. Thanks, Colin. loved having you on. Um. Next year, we're looking forward to next year. Can't wait! And, and that's our toe tap talks with Colin Healy special um, in association with MSC Casino There you go, everybody. Colin, Colin, Healy, Colin. Healy. I'm just gonna. This is what you'd normally say to someone at the end, there, Colin. I just have a little soundbite of you. myself I just, <laughs> um, We use that soundbite. Uh, and that's it. Thanks very much for joining us, Colin. No Thank you so much. Thanks, Colin. All, I appreciate Thank it. Thanks, Colin. And that is it. It is time for the other three amigos to head off into the night. It's the last pod of the year We will be back In the new year In fe- maybe February Is it February or March? February yeah,
3: February? Yeah, whenever
1: Whenever As late whenever. as possible
3: <laughs> We should do the um, National Anthem at the end Should we? Like the old discos years ago
1: <laughs> 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 Oh my god Please rise For the National Anthem
2: I don't know yet
1: like, We We, we, we <laughs> <laughs> so yeah please, please rise for the national anthem call me watch Yo, Would no, I... it wouldn't be that one, you see our national anthem you okay. know you know yes. <laughs> please rise for the national anthem is, is Liam, Liam Boston one more time for the last time of the ever. is Liam is is, is 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 Liam what? Easy, easy, press the Come on. Come on. That's it. Uh, thank you for listening for <laughs> the uh, the other three amigos. It's been a pleasure uh, to be your host with my other two amigos, guys. It's been so good. It's Thanks been so. great.
0: It's been great fun. Um, looking
1: forward. Mr. To Sheen, meet, goodbye, uh, sir. Mm-hmm. What's that? Mr. Sheehan, goodbye, sir. Goodbye to you, Mr. Mullins, and goodbye to you, Declan McCormack. Uh, that's it, guys. The other three amigos are out. Uh, We're done. We'll see in February. Uh, Thank you very much. Adios. Let's get emotional, amigos. (laughs) It is. Yeah, tear in my eye. Let's get emotional. Um, Yes. Goodbye, guys. Adios. See you in February. Adios. 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 Amigos.
0: The other three amigos podcast with
1: Damien Shreenan, Wayne Mullins, and Declan McCormack. Three lads, one podcast.